When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 18, Believe in a Budget. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Hey, Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. Today, we have Kristen Larson with us. Kristen is a full-time blogger. Her blog, Believe in a Budget, was started in 2015. In January 2015, she launched Believe in a Budget, where she shared her journey on saving money and getting out of debt by doing randomly paying jobs. With limited experience in blogging, she figured out that if she could get one person to read her blog and help that person start their own side hustle, her goal would be met. Now, Kristen is making thousands of dollars each month, all thanks to her blog. Welcome, Welcome Kristen. Kristen. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm Kristen, and I did start my blog back in January of 2015. And um, I really just started my blog because I wanted to find an extra source of income or way to make money online. And I kind of started it while I was at my day job and, um, you know, working full time and just trying to figure out how I could blog and work and kind of try to do it all and make more money. It's a little bit challenging, juggling a lot of things. <laughs> yes, it was, it was such a crazy period. I look back and I'm like, how did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> so speaking about going back, if you could go back in time and tell the 18-year-old version of yourself any one thing, what would it be and why? Ooh, see, I felt like I made really good decisions at 18. It was more my mid-20s. I started having like regrets. <laughs> Amen, girlfriend. Uh, Yes. <laughs> you know, I was so smart. I was, you know, still had the guidance of the parents, was in college, everything was great. Um, I would say it was more of my mid twenties when like the recession happened where I had like a big wake up call about how, how do I handle money? What, how do I do work? Like jobs, everything. So 18 self, solid, don't do anything different. Mid 20 self, change a few things. <laughs> Okay, so what was your biggest money mistake that you made? Um, I feel like I've always been good with money, um, but just it's it probably maybe took me a little longer to grasp everything. So, um, you know, in my early 20s, I bought a home right after college. I was saving money. It wasn't until the recession hit that I realized, whoa, I should have been saving way more money than I was before the recession. I think that was a big wake-up call for me. I was putting aside maybe like 10% of my income, putting money aside every month, but I think I could have been saving a lot more and um, budgeting a little bit better. Awesome. So you've written a lot of blog posts. What would you say is your favorite one and why? Oh, my favorite one is when I published my very first income report. I think I made like 60 bucks. And it was the best blog post ever. I was so excited writing it. I was like, you guys, 
I just started blogging four months ago. I have worked a billion hours and y'all, I made $60. Like this is <laughs> amazing. Like this is real. You can make money online. Like this is so cool. It was so exciting. It's all about that first step. <laughs> it was. It was like the best feeling. I mean, I can still look back and remember writing it and hitting publish and being like, everyone, please read this. Like, let's do high five. Like, this is so cool. That is a huge step. Definitely. It was huge. It was, it's like justified all those work, all those months of working like for free to be like, yes, like it is going to pay off. Yeah, finally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So you offer a bunch of courses on your website. Can you tell us about them? Yeah. So what's really interesting is my audience is split, but kind of overlapped. So on one side, I have like the side hustlers and the people that want to like save money and make money. And I have a course called Side Hustles of Success. And it's basically an overview of every single side hustle I've done. And then I kind of break one down and talk more in depth about if you're interested in this area, here's what you need to know. So it covers things like mystery shopping, panel studies, how to make money online, how to dog sit, how to do, you know, virtual services or in-person services, that kind of thing. So that's really fun. And then the other side of my audience is Pinterest based. And I have a course called Pinterest Presence, which is great for like the DIY bloggers that want to learn like what Pinterest is all about. And then for the like super motivated side hustlers, I have a course called um, Become a Pinterest VA Today. And it teaches them how to be a Pinterest virtual assistant, which is what I did to basically leave my day job. So it's kind of like that highest side hustle you can do. Awesome. We may have to chat to you about that after the show. Um, yeah. Katie's actually busy setting up a Pinterest account and getting all that going. So yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's good because there's if you like to do it yourself and just use Pinterest, you can do like the regular course. If you want to actually help other people, you can take that course. So it's really cool to kind of decide like what would you rather do. And there's so much to learn when you're trying to figure it all out. There's a lot to learn. Um, and it's really cool because like when I started with the Pinterest, the whole reason I got started as a Pinterest virtual assistant was because I wrote a blog post about you guys, I started using Pinterest in like two months. My traffic shot up by like a billion percent. And everybody's like, well, how'd you do it? And this and that. And then I just, someone was like, well, can I hire you? And I was like, okay. And I learned it so quickly. And the cool thing is everyone else can learn it quickly too. Like it doesn't take forever to learn all these skills. You can do it pretty fast. Awesome. So talking about the list of side hustles that you've got on your website, what has been your favorite one? Oh, pet sitting. I really like the dog walking. Sweet. Um, <laughs> it was so, it was really rewarding because I would do a lot of it. Um, while I was at my day job, I would do it like on my lunch break. I'd go walk like a dog for 20 minutes and I'd make like 20 bucks. And I was like, this is great. Like I get to go on a walk, I get to play with the dog and kind of like break up my day. That was really fun. I also offered like pet sitting like at my home and that was really cool. Um, for days I was home all day and like my dog wanted a friend, I'd say, sure, I can pet sit. So that was really fun. Um, it paid really well. And if you love animals, it's like the perfect side hustle. Did you do any weird ones? Oh my gosh, yeah. So I did, this one wasn't weird. I tried to donate plasma. This was, I was so young and 
everyone's like, you can donate plasma, you can make a few hundred bucks a month, which is totally true. And I tried it twice and I fainted both times. And I was like, there's no way this is worth $20 to like pass out trying to like donate plasma. It's kind of like giving blood. Um, I just could not handle it. Another one, I delivered drugs um, legally, but I would, um, uh, I would pick so, up so, like- So just to clarify, you were a mule. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I would pick up like medication from like a pharmacy and then I would go deliver them to people. And it was legal and it was weird. Um, and that was cash under the table. So it was, it was legal, I swear. Like I had to report it. It was bizarre looking back. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> well, uh, well, just I, I'm just gonna button there. Um, I'm glad that you did report it because the people that don't report it are normally the ones that get caught. <laughs> yeah, I was super like I was super legal, but I was I don't even know how. I, I think it was like I was just trying to do anything to earn extra money, and I was like, well, I might as well try everything. And um, well, not everything, but like I just went for it, and it was it was interesting. I mean, you really just kind of drive around and drop things off, so it was. <laughs> It was an experience for it makes sure. a good story now. It does. Looking back, mm, but yeah, so I had to try it. Awesome. So starting a blog is exceptionally challenging. What would you say was your most difficult time when you were learning how to blog? Um, I would say even to this day and even the beginning was how to use my time wisely. Um, when I started my blog, I still had my day job, so... I was gone so long every day and I would either wake up at like five in the morning or I'd stay up really late at night and spend every spare second of my time trying to figure out blogging. And I just, I was learning, but I wasn't really implementing and I didn't really have a strategy. I think that was the hardest part. It was just, okay, I've got two hours in the morning before I go to work. What can I do that's going to help me the fastest? And I just didn't know. Um, I think you can read a lot, you can research a lot, but I didn't really have a game plan on like what I wanted to accomplish. Like I could have budgeted my time a lot better. And do you have any advice like you have for anybody thinking to start a blog? Um, I think anyone can start a blog, but I think you have to have patience if you want to keep going. So I think a lot of people, maybe they're tempted to give up because they don't see the results quickly. But really, I think as you learn, as you go, you're getting results. Like the more you learn, the better you're going to do. Um, just like understanding the concept of blogging, like you have to be patient with yourself. You have to give yourself time. I don't know anyone that got rich from blogging overnight or even in the course of a few months, anything. So I think it's just important to be patient. And then I would also try to reach out to other bloggers that are new. So when I got started, I reached out to a few girls, um, that had just started their blogs at the same time and we're still friends today. And I think it's just nice to have someone you can email and be like, hi, can you help me with this quick question? I don't know what to do. So I think that's really good to like find a friend. Awesome. Chainers, we're just going to take a quick break and then we're going to dive right back into the value link round. Chainers, are you looking to make a difference in your financial life? Head over to chainofwealth.com and sign up for our free newsletter. The newsletter will give you access to our blog, updates as to when we post new content and new podcast episodes. Stay ahead of the game and learn financial tricks to help your well-being. Okay, Kristen. So why do you think people fail at achieving their dreams? Um, I feel like everyone wants like instant gratification. And 
I just don't know if people always can see like the long-term results versus like getting something fast. So I feel like people, you know, there's so many ways you get things instantly these days with like an app or services, but you just have to put in the time and the effort and just, you know, have patience and just keep going at it. Like it'll pay off. You'll get there. You just have to give yourself some time. Awesome. What are some of the best advice someone has ever given you? Ooh, um, I used to work for this company and I had the most amazing boss and she told me if you want something, you have to ask for it and that nobody is just going to give something to you. And she told me this because I approached, I finally approached her. I was like, can I have a review? And what about a raise? Like I was so scared to ask for this. And she's like, well, finally, she's like, do you want it? You have to ask for it. And I was like, whoa, okay. Like this is crazy, but it makes sense. So I think, you know, if you do it nicely, you should do it. Like if you want something bad enough, politely ask for it or figure out how to get it. Um, Don't expect people just to, you know, give you something. Right. They're not a mind reader. You have to ask. Yeah. And I think, you know, you can do it appropriately. Like don't expect people just to give you things. So I think, you know, if you ask for it, if you want something, just ask. Okay. And do you have any other podcasts or books that you can recommend? Um, podcast right now, I'm listening to the Bobby cast. It's by Bobby Bones. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He's like a radio DJ, but he has a podcast and it's all about like a behind the scenes, uh, of like the music industry. And so like, instead of him focusing on like the hit song at the moment, he talks about the process with like songwriters on like how to get to get a hit song. So it's all about like the grinding and writing and pitching it. And I, I, it doesn't directly relate to what I do, but the whole process of like working hard and like trying to get something out there. I totally like love that aspect of the podcast. Books. I am currently reading 10% happier and it's basically about if you're like one of those people like it's like really stressed out or your mind is going like, a million miles an hour, it'll help you kind of like calm down and like stop stressing out, which is like where I'm at sometimes. And it kind of just helps you like, you know, slow it down, focus on certain things. And it's it's pretty good. Sounds great. So do you have a quote that you try to live by? Um, I have two that I keep on um, the wall. One of them is called um, Grace Not Perfection. And I don't know where it came from, but it's basically just about um, stop trying to be perfect, except that, you know, I've got quirks and faults and I'm just going to own it. And I don't have to be perfect, but I can be graceful and nice about everything. So that's the first one. And then the second one I have written down is from Ruth Stuka. And it says um, when it comes to like running a business or blog, it says rules are for suckers. And I love it because it's like, a little out there but i like that it's okay to think like outside the box and you don't have to do what every other business or bloggers doing you can kind of go your own path and not feel bad about it and i really like it great and how can people get in touch with you yeah they can visit me my website is believeinabudget.com i'm on twitter at believe in budget and i'm on facebook at believe in a budget so pretty simple Kristen, you've absolutely rocked the podcast. Do you have any other last piece of advice for our listeners? And then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, I would say, you know, be kind to yourself, be patient, 
Don't try to do everything at once. Think long-term, not short-term, and just keep working hard. It's going to pay off. Chainers, we've been hanging out with Kristen Larson. Check out her website, believeinabudget.com. There's some awesome material there. If you've enjoyed hanging out with us, head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review. Every little bit goes so far, Chainers. Catch you on the flip side. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.